1: And it's Wing Nation, presented by Sage through talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. And we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post here in the Concord, North Carolina studios, from the Lethal Chassis Studios in Mifflintown, Pennsylvania. Ashley Strum, in my co-host. Hello, Ashley. How are you?
2: I am well, Steve. Uh, we had a not too terrible of a weekend. Obviously, we've been talking about Mother Nature and she strikes again, but. At least the fabulous Lincoln Speedway got one good word of outlaw
1: feature in. Okay, Ashley, so I'm just like I'm confused though. You have the outlaws versus the posse, and neither side won though. Neither side okay. won because Rico came in. He's not outlaw, he's not posse, and he took the big money home on everybody, so everybody walks out of there kicking the dirt.
2: It's true. I guess we need to start uh, adding in high limits into the world (laughs) of outlaw and posse talk uh, because, obviously, that's what he's committed to this year. So uh, it'll make it interesting going, I guess, the rest of the season as to who will win. (laughs) Who
1: will win, exactly. It was good to see Rico win first race out of the season, if I'm not mistaken, and Parks it on the front stretch there. At Lincoln against the Outlaws and the Posse. Great stuff, that's for sure. Speaking of great stuff, Brock Zierfoss is our guest today. Had one win last year at Cedar Lake with the World of Outlaw, Noss Energy Drink Sprint Cars. And looking forward to seeing what he's got planned for this next season on the tour. We'll talk to him next Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Let's go to the Sage Fruit guest line. Joining us via Zoom call from the great state of Pennsylvania, Brock Searfoss joins us. Hello, Brock. How are you?
3: I'm doing all right. It was a little chilly this morning, but it's uh, it's like 60 right now, so I might have to pull out the T-shirts.
1: <laughs> that's it, exactly. Um, that's a big story. I mean, there's been some racing. But there's been a whole heck of a lot of weather as well, Brock. You have got to be itching to get racing and, and, and the challenge of, of, of not getting a chance to get racing. Just describe just where you're at with that.
3: The rainouts have been the talk, but uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it really sucks going racing and then having two weeks off, thinking you're going racing, get rained out. You know, it's just, uh, we just need to get in the groove. That's what we need to do. And uh, you know, the preparation part it kind of feels like a second off season, really. Um, you know, we're obviously all ready to go and um just try to get racing. But I mean, y- you think about it, this type time of year it, it's not it's hard to race anywhere in, in the country right now. So um, you know, Pennsylvania has a chance of snowing any time of the day, um any day. And, you know, California right now is being flooded out it seems, and the Midwest obviously is cold too. So like I said, there's really no no good way to do it this early in the year. Um, you know, but the outlaws are trying to get us some races and It's obviously not working out too well. So, uh, you know, we just keep pushing along here. At some point, the weather's going to change. We're going to get racing a lot. We'll be pretty busy. So, uh, yeah, it was nice to get down to Florida and and have seven races um, within, I think it was two or three weeks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, coming from Australia racing, you know, 12 times or something like that, and then coming home and having to sit around after you raced. I went straight to Florida and raced. You know, I kind of, I'm itching, man. I'm ready to go.
2: All right. So speaking of that, Brock, uh, this year, the World of Outlaws made a change to the schedule, cut out the West Coast. Let's go north to Pennsylvania. Obviously, poor oil, rained out, weather, whatever, Williams Grove, the same. But what was it like getting back this early to Pennsylvania to hit the track and race or Lincoln Speedway and have the turnout that they absolutely had car count wise and fan wise?
3: Yeah, obviously, you know, anytime you get to go home and race in your home state, it's uh it's special to yourself and your team uh you know all my sponsors are from pennsylvania so to be able to to race in front of them and and represent them you know obviously at home and and just have them here at the racetrack watching or you know just being in the vicinity it's it's important for us to do that and um yeah i mean it's obviously great to always get home and race in front of the home fans uh pennsylvania weather is is really it's out there so one day it could be 60 the next day it's 20 so it's it's a catch 22. It's a hit or miss type deal. I mean, Williams Grove was, was cold and rainy and, and, uh, we raced at Lincoln the next day it was 45 degrees. So, um, you know, it was definitely a gamble to, to change the schedule and come up here. Um, you know, for Royal and Lincoln, they've raced, you know, weeks before we, we came up here. So it's it just the way the weather panned out. Um, you know, if we do it next year, maybe we'll be able to race all of them. So it's, uh, like I said, it's a gamble. This time of year is, is so iffy everywhere across the country, but it's always nice to get home, sleep in your own bed. Um, you know, we're getting, we're preparing to go out for another three weeks here. So it's nice to um, to be able to cut off the, the first trek, um, you know, because normally after Florida, we're heading to Texas, California, we're gone for three months. So to cut it down to three weeks is important for our team. Um, and I think it's important for everybody else, you know, they're, they're kind of Midwest based. So Racing Pennsylvania allows them to go home as well during the week here, too. So it's, I think it's good for everybody all around.
1: Rock, when I look at your season, eight races, two top 10 so far this season. M- my assessment of it is you, 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 you need to work a little bit on your qualifying game. But boy, when they drop the green flag, you are passing cars. You got a couple hard chargers, at least one hard charger. Is, is that a fair assessment? And, and how are you working to to, 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 to improve all aspects of the game? Yeah, no. Um,
3: yeah, obviously, Todd Berkheimer, um, Matt Frisby, and, and Casey waters they got my car really dialed in when we're racing. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's really a lack of, of missing anything in qualifying. I think it's just a matter of, of you know, just putting ourselves in the right position. Um, you know, sometimes we go out a little bit later or something like that. But uh, qualifying is really important, and you have to be perfect. And, and we're just out, We might obviously be off just a little bit there. so um obviously we can race our car can race really good uh you know triple x chassis hp engines you know tiny wings all them guys csi shocks you know our whole combination there is is really working good racing um and i'm really confident with the package that we have um you know what we've shown we can pass cars if we put ourselves in the right position on the racetrack I, i there's no reason i don't think we can win a race so um qualifying is the important most important two laps of the night and you know i think We can just keep working at it there. Um, We'll get to that point where we'll be making dashes and stuff like that. So uh, it's not for lack of trying, that's for sure. Um, But, you know, we have to put a whole night together. That's what's so difficult about racing with the World of Outlaws is, you know, the great ones. They put uh, nights together every night. So we just need to get that consistency part. And I think we'll be right there, too.
2: Uh, talking about the World of Outlaws, Brock, um, I, If I correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the end of last year you were actually talking about coming off the road and not running with the World of Outlaws uh, this year. What kind of change there and, and what made you sign back up with the World of Outlaws for this year?
3: you got to get in a slump there where, you know, you just kind of doubt yourself a little bit. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, our, racing with the World of Outlaws is where I want to be. It's what I've dreamed of doing. Um, I'm fortunate to be able to say that I'm living a dream. Um, and, and being able to do it. So I'm, I'm very fortunate to, to have the position that I'm in. Um, I have a lot of great supporters behind me. Um, we've added Milton Hershey and Alien Living along, uh, with everybody else this year. So it's, it's really good to uh, support them too and, and tr- take them around the country as well. Um, you know, the people behind me, even when I'm kind of get down to myself, I, I put a lot of pressure on myself because I know, uh, this team and, and myself are capable of winning uh, races with the world of Alos. So it's, uh, you know, it's a lot of pressure I put on myself, but my, my team and, and the sponsors, everybody behind me, you know, they, they just keep pushing me to to do better. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously I'm uh, thinking about it, you know, racing with the world outlaws is where we want to be. Uh, this is where we build our team to be at and our team's capable when it races. I feel like, you know, when we race, our car passes some really good race cars, we just start a little too far back so like i said earlier if we can put ourselves in the right position
1: um you know we'll be able to be a a front runner here soon no doubt it is great that really is we're going to step away Brock. hang in there everyone else stick around more with brock zierfoss in just a moment
3: so how's that new mahindra tractor tony to be honest chase there's nothing more satisfying than working my land with this mahindra well nothing outside of being rookie of the year Winning 62 races, three Cup Series championships, securing dozens of sponsorship deals, getting inducted to the Hall of Fame, getting married to a wonderful woman, owning a racing team. Hanging out in my trophy room. You know, awesome stuff. Yeah,
2: what? Can't hear you. Mahindra, the official tractor of Tuff and Stuart Haas Racing.
1: Welcome back. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. We're chatting with Brock Zierfoss on the Sage Fruit hotline. And Brock, you mentioned one of your new partners. Did I see your smiling face on a, on a Hershey's candy bar wrapper? Is that is that for real? Yeah,
3: okay, you might have. Um, yeah, no, it's really cool with what Milton Hershey's done. Um, we were able to uh, partner with them this year. And uh, the whole candy bar deal is just to spread awareness about the school and what they're about and their partnership with the world of outlaws so it was uh you know honestly i i didn't think what milton hershey would ever be involved in in sprint car racing much less with the world of outlaws till we went to the grove and i seen us uh stand there the first time so um you know milton Hershey's only 10-15 minutes from from where i'm at uh you know obviously i know about the school but being involved in partnering with them uh, i really learned a lot about what the school does and it's just an amazing place and, and the history behind what Milton Hershey envisioned and, and what he's doing for the kids is, uh, is something special. So, uh, to be able to partner with them and spread the awareness and, and get them out there to the races, um, who doesn't love chocolate bar either? So, uh, you just got to go through my smiling face and, um, just scan the QR code on there and, and, uh, learn a little bit about what the school does and, and maybe, um, you know, reading about it, you can learn or know somebody or a family that could benefit from it. So, um, it's totally free there. Uh, you know, they go from, from kindergarten to a uh, 12th grade and then the kids are fully taken care of. So it's, it's not easy to get into the school, but if you do, they're, they're well taken care of. And Nadine and everybody involved in and Hershey is, is very, very cool to deal with. They're, they're great people. So, um, excited to work with them and, and get their, their school and the brand out there and uh, helpfully, hopefully spread a little bit of awareness for it. Uh,
2: some kids inspired to be on a Wheaties box. Brock has made it on a Hershey bar just as good. I love it. Um, MHSkids.org, uh, being a fellow Pennsylvanian, you know, we know a lot about Milton Hershey, but I never expected them to join forces with a Sprint Car team and the World of Outlaws. Um, I know that they had some kids with you guys, uh, out to the racetrack at Williams Grove. Is that something that they're going to try to continue and eventually grow?
3: Yeah, they're going to, we had Ray Sean, uh, work on our car, help us out for the night at Williams Grove that night. And Ray Sean did an awesome job. And, um, Nadine still tells me to this day that that's all he really talks about. He's super pumped and he can't wait to come back to the races. So that was his first, uh, first dirt track race, first world of outlaws race. And, um, he was just in awe of just how everything goes and, and how everything works. So, uh, I was very fortunate to meet the kids there. Um, you know, we, uh, me, David Gravel and Spencer based, and we all brought the cars to the the school and we talked to the automotive class and, um, the kids were really inspired and, and they were really excited and enjoyed seeing what, uh, you know, what we do for a living. So, um, if we can just, uh, if we could just spark a little bit of interest in, in one of the kids in that school or just in general and, um, you know, Hopefully, help. Hopefully, get them to choose a career path that they they enjoy. Um, it doesn't even have to be sprint car racing; it can be anything. But if we just, uh, you know, if we just tell them that, you know, just keep following your dream and, and working hard at it, you know, you can achieve anything that you want. So, um, I think you know it's really cool what Mel and Hershey's doing, involving the kids with the race teams. Um, they are going to do it again here, maybe once or twice more. So, I'm excited to uh, to get the kids back at the racetrack. And uh, hopefully they have a good
1: time. Seeing Professor Zierfoss in front of the class, that looked good as well up there. Um, really, really neat experience, that's for sure. Um, another one I, I wanted to talk about up there in your area is your family business, LZ's Bar and Grill. I had the chance actually last year I was going to uh, I was going to Linda Speedway and did some Googling and realized that they're just a stone's throw from each other. Went there. What's your What's your go-to at LZ's when you just plop down in there and grab yourself a bite to eat? What's your go-to?
3: Oh man, it's so so everybody thinks that I know what I want to eat when I get there, but I've I've eaten there so many times that I, I end up staring at the menu trying to find something different for about ten minutes and I'm always about the last one to order. So huh. um no, I normally end up I'm a big big hot wings kind of guy. I like the wings are really good so I enjoy eating them, but um you can't go wrong with the moose's private stock cheesesteak. a uh, little different twist to it. It's not a normal one. I think you've had it before. Yeah, that's what but, I had. It um, yeah, yeah. was awesome. Yeah, they're, they're good. You can't go wrong with it. So it, everything at Moose's is really good. Um, obviously, I enjoy every bit of it. So, it's yeah, it's definitely good. And if you get a chance to stop by, stop in. We always love the race fans. So it's uh, it's really cool to see the amount of uh, race fans or just people in general, um, the, the way the dynamic has changed over the years of owning it. Um, the more people that show up. So it's, it's definitely cool to see how it's transitioned.
2: One thing you can never doubt about a race fan is they love to support their sponsors, especially when it's a great bar like that. Uh, Brock, have you ever had to help? Are you throwing beers around behind the bar? Are you grilling burgers? Like, have you ever had to, to fill in?
3: i put in my time back there for sure. Uh, the first, uh first few years, um, did everything from bartending to, to cleaning to cooking. So uh, I was, kind of the general maintenance kind of guy or just step in, do whatever we need to do. But uh, no, it's obviously being a family, family-owned family business. You know, we all we all pitch in where we can to make it work. And, um, you know, I still help my dad to this day with things that he needs done. So it's, you know, we that's how we make our living. That's how they make our living. That's how we help get up and down the road. So whatever we got to do to make it work. Um, obviously, it's been very good to my family um, over the past. I think it's been 17 years now. So it's it's been in our family for a little bit. Uh, it was very cool. It's awesome to see how it how then my parents put in the time and effort and, and watch it grow and uh, turn into what it's been today. So, um, but yeah, like I said, I always enjoy going there. Obviously, I've seen it from the from the beginning. So it's nice to see what it's turned into and nice to see that it's paying all for them.
1: Finally. Man, we've talked Brock Sierfoss, chocolatier. We've talked professor. We've talked bartender, cook, everything else. Let's get back to sprint car driver. Brock, you made the decision a few years ago to go out on the tour with the World of Outlaws. And I always kind of say, I mean, when you decide to go with the World of Outlaws, be ready to get your teeth kicked in for a while. But how do you feel? How's the progress been? Final question for you. How have things gone as you uh, enter this season and, and picked up a win last week here at Cedar Lake? How do you feel about it now as you as you move forward? I'm
3: excited for this year, for sure. Um, I feel like, you know, we progressed year after year and, um, you know, the first year obviously was, was a struggle, um, you know, just learning the ropes and, you know, obviously I raced, uh, I raced injured for, you know, three or four months, which, which really put us behind. And, uh, once I got, once I got myself, uh, healed up from the concussion, um, you know, I feel like, you know, I still needed obviously a lot of learning to do, but, um, you know we we improved a little bit uh obviously it wasn't the uh the results that we wanted but you know you have to be realistic at the end of the day, end of the day too and um you know the next year last year we we just wanted to improve uh bit by bit on on what we did the year before so um you know it's you can shoot for the moon all you want but at the end of the day you got to be realistic about your about your goals and um you know we wanted to get a win or two wins and we did that and um, you know, every racetrack that we went back to that, that I've seen for the first time the first year, um, uh, we improved our position, um, the, la- the following year. So that's, that's all we really wanted to do. Um, it's not going to happen overnight, but, you know, obviously we all want it to. Um, but the realistic realism of, of it is, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. So we're just doing what we can. Uh, we're just staying optimistic about it this year. I feel like you know we can improve on everything that we've done the past few years. So I'm very excited to get the year going once we finally get racing here and um, just try to get consistent with things. And, and obviously our, our car can pass cars. Our car is faster when we race. So if we can put ourselves in that right position, I really think that we could have a really good year here. So I'm excited to get going here, um, just kind of get rolling, get, get some consistency going, and uh, try and click off some of those.
1: It's going to be awesome, that's for sure. We know you can, too, as well. Brock, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation.
3: It's always good joining you guys. Thanks for having me on.
1: There we go. Brock Zierfoss joining us here on Wing Nation on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Stay with us more in just a moment. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation, presented by Sage Fruit, loving every minute of it. And Ashley, man, I love getting a chance to talk to Brock Zierfoss. What a what a good dude he is.
2: He is uh, obviously known Brock for several years here, being in the great state of Pennsylvania. Um, Just a good guy, good racer, and good family.
1: Yeah, no doubt about it. Speaking of good guys, one of our good guys is struggling a little bit. Dynamite Mark Dobmeyer. Okay, now Mark is a racer out of Grand Forks, North Dakota. He's the all-time race-winning leader up at River Cities with 140 wins. He was since he's second on the list, but uh, Ashley, uh, earlier this month, racing with ASC Southwest, it's uh, Southwest Tour at Central Arizona Speedway in Casa Grande, Arizona. Man, he he got into a crash and burned himself up pretty bad, Ashley.
2: Yeah, I was actually scrolling Twitter just yesterday and saw him laying in a hospital bed, and I'm like, what is wrong with Mark now? Uh, Second degree burns on his left leg second and third degree burns on his right leg he's done skin grafts to help fix that um and it sounds like everything was successful and he said he's going to be starting physical therapy so uh it's been a rough couple years for mark
1: yeah because mark's story goes back two or three years ago when he crashed up at cedar lake and he was out a year with back injury he just kind of got going last year picked up a bunch of wins and uh that has this fire in the car, so we certainly do wish Mark the best. I mean, that's um, that's a scary thought. And he and and Ashley, we've we've got a chance to know Mark. He's one of those guys I knew the name prior to doing Wing Nation. But boy, what a what a great great guy, man! I'll tell you what, he is a he, he is a good guy. I hate to see this rough, uh, hate to see this rough stretch of highway that he's having.
2: Think about when he got back in the car the very first time from yeah. his back incident. He went out and won. So hopefully this is just another avenue for success, and hopefully he can find some poor leaf clovers along the
1: way. Yeah, I did see prior to the accident in, in uh, out in Arizona, they had Snowcross up at Houston, and he had the snowmobile right up on the high banks, just, just letting her eat right around there. So old dynamite doing dynamite things, that's for sure. Never a dull moment in the Dobmeier house. Well, he's the one, Ashley. He's the one, Ashley, that lost his ride convinced his wife that we needed to move into a new house with a race shop out back without a ride, without a car, without an engine and everything else. And they've been winning all these races with that program. So. Never a dull moment with Dynamite around.
2: No, uh, he's obviously a really good sweet talker. <laughs> but uh, we might need to change his name from Dynamite, though. With these second- and third-degree burns, Dynamite might not be the answer. Anymore. Yeah,
1: might not, might not. We had some fun with him. He's a bail bondsman as well. He was sharing a couple years ago our stories as well. So, all right. So, hey, it was great talking to Brock Zierfoss. What would be even better, though? Love talking to Brock Zierfoss. What would be better – is to see Brock Zierfoss and Sprint car drivers actually race? I would love to see racing on the racetrack now, we're recording this early in the week. Look at all your weather forecasts. Central Pennsylvania eh. World of Owls are going south. they're going to uh, Talladega short track and Magnolia eh. I don't know. Ashley, we need to see some racing i mean this is this is getting old here without having some racing,
2: Steve, we gotta think back. We didn't race this early in the season before we don't we didn't race as long as we do now, yeah. so maybe it's time for us to sorry, you know how I feel about that. I think there's a little too much racing going on, even though I love it. I want to see it too, but Maybe we need to shorten our season again.
1: Oh, how dare you say something logical like that, Ashley? How dare you say something like that? No, it is. When you catch it right in the spring, you hit gold. And I think we've had Port hit gold one time and Lincoln hit gold one time. And then you uh, strike out other times. And I think Williams Grove has struck out a couple times. I don't know. It is tough. It is for sure. Next weekend, World of Outlaw, Noss Energy Drink Sprint Cars, down to where it all began, Devil's Bowl Speedway, the Texas Outlaw Nationals, Saturday night, $20,000 to win down there. So, Fingers crossed we'll get to see some sprint car racing along the way, Ashley. And hopefully, hopefully we'll start talking to some race winners along the way as well.
2: Sounds good. And hopefully we'll see some sunshine and warm weather just because.
1: Sunshine and warm weather just because. Yes, maybe the end of March and early April will deliver. We appreciate Brock Zierfoss for joining us this week on the program. More important than that, though, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation.